Hello and welcome to Black Doc Down, a nurse practitioner blog for nurse practitioners, students, and anyone else interested in healthcare and what happens behind the scenes. I'm your host, WHA Mangana, a board-certified family nurse practitioner who has nothing but time on his hands. So let's get this party started. Good morning and welcome to the show. Uh, this is William, the NP. Uh, my father used to call me Julio. Whatever name works for you is the name you roll with. I am broadcasting live from the planet known as Charm City on this, my first show as a podcaster. And when I was doing a little research for this, um, looked at a lot of different sites. I mean, we all do the same thing. We all big people like to dig into things. And I looked at a few podcasts. Some of them really were dry, informational, informative, whatever word floats your boat. But they were dry. I don't plan to be dry. I am going to give you some information, but I'm going to tell it from my standpoint or my viewpoint. So maybe a little colorful. And if that's not this what you're used to, what you're looking for, this may not be your spot. But I really hope you do stick around because I like to hear from you and see, like, you know, uh, your viewpoint, a lot of things that affect us as NPs and our future in the profession. So. As I said, when I was researching it, I, uh, I found one site and the guy was saying, you need to write down a whole bunch of episode ideas ahead of time. And I took him as a word and I wrote down about 70 plus episodes as far as very crazy different topics that, that really affected us. And my plan today is to talk briefly about one of them, which is poker face skills. I don't mean gambling, fam. This is Las Vegas. I mean the fact that we have to deal with patients. I am an addiction medicine MP, which means I work with the underserved population, and I hear things that, quite frankly, uh, probably could be a very, very, very good Netflix series if they actually wrote it down. Uh, your challenge as a provider is being able to process the information that you're given and taken in a professional manner and not either laugh, scream, or cry. I'm not talking about the stuff you have to report to child services or something like that. I'm just saying the things these patients tell you that are just totally off the cuff that you're like, holy smoke, that's wild. You know, I had a guy back in Los Angeles came to see me, said his stomach hurt. I said, okay, well, abdominal pains, you know, here's the, you know, different protocols, how we're going to treat this. You know, I'm thinking this in my head, you know, you're trained a certain way and you want to react a certain way. Uh, so I'm talking to the gentleman and I'm saying, you know, what's going on, how long, you know, frequency, all those kind of things. He says, it's been hurting for a minute, but don't worry, doc, because I've been self-medicating. I'm like, well, that's cool, but maybe I could help you with some actual <laughs> medical knowledge. So tell me what's going on. He said, well, man, you know, I've been, I've been self-medicating, like I said, what you been doing? He said, Doc, crack and Pepto-Bismol. Holy smoke. I looked at him. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to laugh, scream, cry, rolling on the floor. I'm just kind of like gobsmacked. And I'm thinking to myself, well, is he dropping the crack crystals in a bottle of Pepto-Bismol? Is he pouring the Pepto-Bismol over the crack? Not really sure. To this day, I still do not know. But I worked him up, sent him down the road, got him taken care of. He knew that I cared. He knew that I was going to process it in my own way and that I wasn't going to say anything judgmental or crazy to him. That kind of kept the ball rolling and helped to get the whole patient trust thing pumped up, but also helped me get myself together as a provider to the point of now I can hear things of people and not look like I've been hit by a truck when you tell me something that, you know, 
not necessarily makes my hair stand on end, but makes me question like <laughs> how things work on a day-to-day -day basis as opposed to how I'm doing things in my personal life. So that's just a little knowledge for you off the top of the show. Um, I was going to go deeper into that, but somebody sent me a DM today. One of my colleagues that's on a website that I, I, I do uh, subscribe to, um, she said uh, that, I'm not sure if it's necessarily her, but a, a provider is dealing with the issue of a patient who's trying to kind of cast some aspersions on them. It's almost like a defamation of character thing where the patient is saying some real funky things about them and they have to defend themselves and that a lot of people in the practice are on the side of that patient, um, even to the point they want her to write an apology to the patient for anything that happened. Um, and beside that, she also has some some LVN that's a quality improvement that's giving her blues about documentation. So that's you know, two different stories within one story. Uh, fortunately, the, the practice owner or, or director is on her the provider's side. So that is a little bit of a, 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 an allyship, I guess, that's really helping her out. But I have a lot of different thoughts on this, and I don't know how you feel about this, but my, my main thing would be that magic D word, documentation look you know we got to write down the story as it comes in we cannot shortcut we can't clean it up we can't put 15 dollars words because you know the type we have people on these different groups we have people in our practice the ones that every time they talk to you it's like they're giving you a dissertation write down exactly what that patient told you in no uncertain terms you are your own scribe you want to make sure that the story matches what happened don't try to sugarcoat it put it down because at the end of the day, especially like the one guy's tell me, if they throw that thing up on a wall in a courtroom, you want to make sure you say, yeah, that's why it went down. Um, do not feel pressure to change any kind of documentation. The main thing I'm going to, uh, I'm going to stress is that you're going to make it accurate. When I was a new nurse and I didn't know how to pour pee out of a boot, pretty much I was all over the place document wise. And I had old head nurses that would tell me, I think you can do this job, but your writing is trash. You need to work on that. And I took it as kind of an affront because I was thought, hey, I'm pretty nice with English. Yeah, it turned out I was actually trash, fam. And I had to kind of get it together um, and get myself to a point where I could learn how to annotate things correctly. So in my particular community, we call it keeping receipts. And that could involve you holding on to them text, emails communiques. I mean, if they throw a rock through your window, you hold on to that. You want to make sure you have the documentation of everything that went down in that order with no kind of issues. Because the thing you have to remember is you, even though you may work with somebody, are responsible for your own practice, you know, and people will try to control the narrative and try to control you to some point. But we're nurse practitioners. And I got to tell you, we we are an important part of this equation. You know, the docs don't really want to get involved in the, the, the scut work and dirty work that they see of things like, you know, primary care. A lot of the PAs don't either, and they're working for the docs. And even some of our, our, our colleagues don't because they get really caught up in um, whatever specialty they're doing. So for those of us that are really still seeing patients face-to-face -face and dealing with a lot of issues, it's imperative that we really, really, really document correctly and keep things going because you have to defend yourself whether it's at your job in court whatever the case may be make sure the story matches up you know 
um, you're important. And I don't forget that because we're revenue drivers. I had a job uh, running two clinics in Hawaii back in the day, and they were all private insurance. And the money that we generated paid for stuff on the mainland. The same thing with these Medicare, Medicaid stuff. There's still a charger for those out there behind. So that money is still generating a lot of money coming into these clinics. But these patients are all under NP visits, you know. So remember who you are. Remember what you're doing. Remember your worth and all those type of things. And the the takeaway, the key takeaway in this one is to make sure that you have an actual accurate record of all interactions, whether they're with Patients, staff, bosses, whatever. You want to make sure that you're in control of your narrative, you know? So that, these are things that I think about um, on a daily basis because people come at you all sorts of different ways. And people will have different reasons for trying to, to knock you off stride. So what you want to do is make sure that you keep that, that good energy on your side and just avoid that negative energy. It's, it's no purpose in letting somebody, you know, get a free shot at you. And it's not me saying you need to be totally defensive because I'm going, I'm a very open person. I like people. But on the flip side, I need this money. And I'm sure you need this money because I like being able to keep my lights on in my house and have like, you know, food, stuff like that. So I would say the same thing for you. So at the end of the day... <laughs> You just want to make sure you do the right thing, you know, and going back to the thing about the 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 person commenting on your document documentation, you know, don't give any ammunition. Don't give them any kind of ammunition. You want to make sure that you're telling stuff in an accurate, concise way. You know, I, I, I I'm not mad at templates. I'm not bad at copy and paste to a point. But there's a point you have to be able to write down in plain English, if that is your particular language you're using at your clinic, what happened and why, in a way that anybody looking from outside can easily discern all the facts. So, yeah, a little word to the wise. It's just my thoughts on that. Um, I don't really have a whole lot other than that. I do have 70 other topics, but as I said, we're going to space those joints out. We're not going to do it all in one day. Um, I really hope that you do come back and listen to me again because I'm going to make this a little tighter, a little cleaner as the weeks go on and become a much better podcaster. That is really my little um, beginning of the year uh, plan, and hopefully I can keep it going that way. But I hope you have a wonderful Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, please don't drink and drive. And if you do go to any of those little crazy parties and somebody makes some food, make sure you check if they're washing their hands because, you know, people are nasty and none of us trying to get the bubble guts and miss work and part of our check because somebody couldn't do the right thing. So take care of yourself. Be safe. And I hope to actually have you come back soon and listen to me and feel free to send me some kind of idea for anything you want to discuss because I'm always here for you. Thanks a lot. Bye bye.